Where's that waiter? Good to be back on the air again. Mike, shut up. We gotta hide our manliness from the world. That, my friend, is a chilled bottle of JD. Where's that waiter? This is the podcast that answers all the questions. Oh, God. Here we go. Uh, oh, my God. What's up? Steve Jessup. You're listening to my podcast. Jessup Show. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Don Hickok. Welcome to my shop. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. I appreciate it. I've been to your place before in yeah. the past. We did a hang at your spot, which is badass. And uh, I know it's out in the woods, but now that I'm here in Nashville, or well, not Nashville proper, but I'm in the area, I want to come back out there. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. If you don't know who John Hickok is, oh my God, you have a huge youtube channel alongside with your dad hickok 45 y'all have five million subscribers holy <laughs> shit yeah i don't know how it happened you know we just started really? uh, recording what we do normally and then people started watching it a lot yeah you know? and then we started having to, to actually uh you know make it entertaining which is hard you know okay i'm gonna have a spot of tequila what kind of what kind of tequila is that Altos. You good? I don't know. You got the worm in it? I ate the worm on the first it? day. That's like how when you, you get a peanut butter cup. Yeah. How you want to get the peanut butter out quicker than later. So you suck it out the yeah. middle and throw the chocolate to the side. Or sometimes eat it. Good like you first. suffer through the chocolate. Right. Just to get to the peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. How do you get it out with the liquor still in there? Turn it upside down and fish your fucking tongue around in there. You got to have one of them good pussy-eating uh, yeah. tongues. They... <laughs> <laughs> That's all you know. Yeah. Um, but, man, if I could bother you, I would love to ask you some gun yeah. questions because it's such a crazy time right now. Like that right there. What is a good gun to have right now if you're watching all the fucking world events and you're feeling a little anxious you're like man i need to get something at the house and maybe even you live in suburbia i mean i don't we're on a piece of property here you saw you got to come through a gate and shit like that down at the road and then drive up and so yeah i mean i'm not worried about us out here you got to go through a lot of people and all my neighbors got guns so I think I'm good, but like, what if you live in a neighborhood or some shit like that? Right, and apartment. Yeah, and don't have your own militia. You what know? do you? What's a good gun? Um, I think there's two answers to that. I think um, a shotgun is a good place to start. But okay. A lot of times, though, what I like to tell people, if they don't have any gun whatsoever, I mean, shotgun can be the logical choice. But I usually will tell people get like a small single stack, like a small nine millimeter pistol. A single stack. Yeah, so it only so a single stack like a full size pistol. The the rounds are staggered in the magazine, so it's oh, like okay. thicker, right? And then on a single stack, they're just on top of each other. Oh, that's how they get them real yeah. thin guns, right? Like just, a lady's gun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and the advantage of that is you can you can uh, defend yourself in your house with it. It's it's small. 
you can keep it a lot of places and you can also get your uh, carry permit keep it in your car carry it on your person you can basically do anything with it it's going to be a little bit harder to shoot maybe accurately than a shotgun but because of the small size yeah but you know anyone that's not familiar with guns should spend time you know shooting at the range anyways what size uh you say nine yeah nine millimeter i think you can also go down to 380 but you know nine i think is a better compromise I wanted to ask you, as far as for the house, a gun that I always love. I love to shoot it, talk about it, think about how it would be a good house gun. I think it's called the Judge. Oh, yeah. Or what's that? The Taurus Judge. Yeah, but there's also another version. The Governor. Governor. That's the Smith & Wesson version. Right, yep. And it's a revolver. Yep. But it's uh, so big that you can put shotgun shells yeah 410 shotgun shells yeah 410s yeah and then also uh 45 long shot right yeah 45 long colt or um let's see i think some of them you can fire even 45 acp in them but most of them it's like 410 shotgun shells and 45 so you can kill snakes with it you know whatever you gotta do yeah whatever kind of snake you need to kill yeah but if if you because now, when you say shotgun for the house, you mean like, uh, for what reasons? I think I know, but what reasons would you say? <laughs> like, you know, mostly just a, a home invader. Right, uh, but I mean, like, is it because uh, you don't have to aim as much? Well, you do. You do have to aim a shotgun. I mean, uh, part of the advantages are very, very simple, you know. Uh, yeah. But the one, the one thing that people don't think about with a shotgun is it's it's long. It's long. So you come around a corner or something right. like that, somebody can grab it. Corners. You know, you're in your house. Hallways. Yeah, you're going to tear up your drywall. They're upsetting. You know. yeah. They're hard to maneuver if you right. don't know. If you haven't already run drills. Right. Do you guys run drills at your house? <laughs> no, I don't. In the house? Not in the house, no. What? I'm just, I was born ready. Okay. I've been running drills. Not everybody's born ready. I maneuver through the hall like I'm on SEAL Team 6. Good idea. Yeah. You're looking for for Bin Laden in the house. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like that gun. I mean, because you can have everything in there and just spin it to where right. you need it. So yeah. that was that would be a good. It would. What can't you get right now with all this going on? Because people are going nuts and buying up shit. Yeah. Um. It's not too bad. Like like your options are going to be very limited, but. Almost anything you can think of, like you can find it if you go to enough gun shops. But yeah, the the walls are are bare in the gun shops. It's wild. Just people buying anything and everything. Yeah. Now, and now ammo. I will say, of course, I'm saying get a nine millimeter, but nine millimeter ammo is maybe the hardest to find right now. Right. Because it's the most common. You know. Is it? Is that the most common yeah, round? Is I think it so. Yeah, I think so. So if you had some sort of antique gun, a rare gun they might have like a stack of that shit yeah. on the shelf nobody's buying that yeah good so that go. might be a good gun to have That's something true, that yeah. you don't need the same ammo that everybody else has got true yeah what what's your go-to uh for the home defense yeah just like uh, your daily you know you oh just my daily during all all this or any other time really well, i'll say uh so like normally what i care <laughs> okay i'm sorry you all right uh, <laughs> I usually carry a uh, a Sig P365. Yeah, which is a what? 
Yeah, it's called. Yeah. Say it again slower. Sig P365. Because it's like. Because 365 days a year, I'll right. fucking put a P in your A. Yes, that's it. Penis in your ass. Yeah. Because if you have a gun, it makes that easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? what does it mean, really? Sig? Is that it a does, German gun? Uh, Sig is. Uh, I forget. It's like Swedish, German. You know, it's it's, it's probably Nazis yeah. made it. Uh, probably they made everything. All the guns. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> they, and uh, it, so P P is like, um, I think it it might just stand for a pistol. I know, but P is pistol. something they put in front of a lot of their. And three sixty five uh, does mean three hundred. It does, days yeah, because it's like you can carry this every day. That's kind oh, of okay. part of the marketing. Uh, yeah. But it was kind of like revolutionary, though, and, and now there's been more guns come out like this where they figured out a way to have a gun that's as thin as a single stack, like we were talking about earlier, but yet it has a staggered magazine. So instead of six rounds, you have like ten. Does that alter the performance at all to have your rounds staggered? No, no not as long as it's done correctly or designed right, yeah. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't change, like any of the action or performance of the gun it's just a, a sizing thing right because just like you know the magazine is tapered so as the rounds come up it comes to a single point at the top of the magazine mm-hmm. so i like just tapered. a better way to have makes you know, me think of titties taper taper titties i was in a band <laughs> in high school called taper titties mike do you remember when that i do remember you saying that um whatever Whatever happened to you guys? Really? We uh we used to <laughs> the tapered titties. It was? Yeah, Mike. It was first. It was just two of us. It was just two of us. Makes okay? sense. But then when we got to college, we grew. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got really big. We we got really too big. Douchebag. And uh, we had to get a reduction, and the band broke up. <sighs> Such a shame. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> what? <laughs> John, I'm sorry, man. I got voices in my head. <laughs> Have you ever had this voice in your head? You're going to make me come. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, all the time, actually. Is that That, that voice is in your head, too? Yeah. What the hell? I think about it every day. I can't get it out. And I told Mike... Mike, you know what I hear in my head? And then he put it in there. Man, that's crazy. Mike small made world. That. Small world, you know. Mike, didn't you? Yeah, I made that. Okay. Yeah. Like, so he was fucking somebody and... I think that's... How, oh, God, I was wondering what yeah, that I made fucking it. cigarette was. I made it at the house. I made it at the house. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, I think he, got, he has those kinds of things accessible. Yeah. Sheeps and whips and... A girl who will take it. <laughs> uh, what What are your cleaning habits with all your dailies and all that? Do you do it all the time and shit? Uh, so you're supposed to every time you shoot. Every time it. you shoot and then yeah. you're good? You don't need right. a rake clean? Just if it's no. been sitting in only, a only box for a fucking year? I mean, if you're carrying it, it's getting dust all over the place in it, then sure. Yeah, like if it's in and out of a holster and shit right. like that, it's getting stuff shoved in right. it, lint and stuff yeah, like that. exactly. Now, if you've got old guns or something like that, it's good to check on them every now and then, make sure that maybe you didn't clean it as well as you thought you did and it's starting to rust or something. Cause okay. It, rust is like, if you catch it early, then it's really not a big deal. How is that up here in Tennessee? Y'all got a lot of that? 
Um, you know, because I know it was moist down in Louisiana. Uh, you yeah. had to keep your guns in a vat of oil. Yeah, I can believe it. I knew a guy. <laughs> I knew this guy in Hawaii that it, that had some guns, and they were just all rusty. And he was just like, I haven't even had them here this long, that long. Yeah. It just takes no time. Um, I haven't had too big a problems. I don't know. I guess like most guns, I have the steels, you know, hard enough or more modern guns. It doesn't doesn't tend to rust as long as you wipe it down and. So, I mean, I've got some guns, like I've got a Glock uh, 21, just like the 45 caliber Glock. And okay. it's, um, you know, it's kind of just like a gun. I'll, it's like my house gun. I don't carry it, but I keep it around if I'm like in a bathroom or something like that. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely gotten wet before, and I, I ne- like never clean it, and it's not rusted at all. You know, you raise a good uh, thought in my head. A lot of the gun guys that I know, like yourself, that have uh, more guns than they'll ever talk about, <laughs> um, have guns placed in locations at all entrances and different places in their house and stuff is that how your place is well i I don't do that because i've got a kid okay so i have to so i can't just like have them like stationed permanently yeah anywhere but but yeah when especially when i'm around just by myself i'll have something near me for sure yeah like this one buddy of mine he has you know he has a couple by the front door on a coat rack yeah hanging in holsters and then he has some in the bathroom, down in the basement, you know. There's one upstairs, like, just leaning in a closet. Yeah. In case he runs in a the closet, there's one. So, I mean, he's thought, like, wherever I go. Yeah, he's like, I hate to carry guns. <laughs> so, I just need them to be anywhere that I am. I mean, he had a big, in his basement, he had a really sweet, like cinder block uh, gun vault, if yeah. you will. It was like oh, a that's room. Cool. Wow, a gun room. That's awesome. Yeah, with a big heavy door and shit like that. And there was a shitload of guns in there. But then just through the house, there was probably, I don't know, six yeah. to ten or whatever. I didn't I, see them all. Different occasions require different solutions. Yeah, and like you, he just had a couple shotguns laying on the island in the kitchen. Just yeah. laying there, just ready. Yeah. But he lived in the middle of fucking nowhere, nowhere. Yeah, it's different, yeah. And um, his argument was, if I'm defending myself in my house, they've come a long, long way from anywhere, from anybody. Yeah. And his driveway is miles, you know. Oh, yeah. I actually, um, you know, I don't even use a shotgun for home defense. I actually have an AK that I keep. Okay, that's bad. good. I like that. And those bullets yeah. are good to come by, yeah. right? My my thing is with uh, a shotgun is good, but with a rifle, uh, like a like a military, you know, like a like a battle rifle. Uh, the advantage of that is, you know, you don't know how many people are going to come into your house, and right? There, and there's a definite intimidation factor. You know, they know you've got thirty rounds and all that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like it. I was just living in my house. Like it doesn't. It's not supposed to be a fair fight. Right. You know, I was exactly. just hanging out. You're the one that came in here, you know. So, AKs are amazing, right? Because yeah, very reliable. I know I've never shot one, but I'll say this as a guy who smokes a lot of weed and plays games, that's the baddest gun in Call of Duty or one of my favorites. I know people would argue that, yeah. but it seems like when you got the AK, you're just laying motherfuckers down. Yeah, it's very, very effective. And also, you don't have to uh, be as particular about cleaning it. So if you smoke a lot of weed... You can smoke weed through it? You get kind of forgetful. That could probably be done as well. Okay. Because, I mean, because your pipes get dirty and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a lazy man's gun. 
Smoke weed through it, shoot it. Yeah. Yeah, loud as fuck, too, huh? Oh, yeah. So, how, rifle, yeah. what about that factor if we're talking home defense or around the house? If you got an AK and you shoot that thing in the house, you're going to be deaf. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the one downside. Uh, but the thing is, like, the only way to fix that problem is to go one of two directions. One, to have a caliber that's, that's too small right. to, to really defend yourself. Or... To have a uh, suppressor, which you have to go through all this, you know, government red tape and stuff to get. Right. And then if you use a suppressor in a home defense situation, uh, it could look. They, yeah, I mean, technically it's legal, but they might make you look bad in court. Like, what are you an assassin? You know, with your suppressor. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there's really not a great answer to that. You're just kind of going to have to be deaf and alive, I guess. Yeah, it's better to be deaf than dead. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that as you were saying, I'm thinking, yeah, that's a good point. Like if you go low caliber, you still have your hearing, but the dude is still coming at you. Right. Um like Bill or, Burr has or that woman. joke about that. I mean, I want to be fair. Or transgendered person is coming Could at be you. Anybody. Gender neutral person is still coming at you. <laughs> Bill Burr's bit is awesome about yeah, that. Yeah, he has that bit about using a twenty two so that he can so you can still hear, you know? Oh, yeah. The, uh, like, there's some logic to some it. Some 22s are loud, though, right? Yeah, they can be. But the problem is it's a, it's a 22. You know, it's uh, they're unreliable. Uh, it's just not very not, not going to be very effective. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like if you shoot them with an AK, yep. then you go and uh, after the uh, parts are all over your living room, right? you go and get some tissues and clean the blood out of your ears. Yeah. Exactly. Because they'll probably, probably just open up. <laughs> and you just your scare, ears will liquefy. Whoever's left, they'll just be terrified, you know, by, to look at you. So, Yeah. I can't hear shit. What do you do about gun, talking about gun safety? Do you wear, like, the big... Yeah, usually, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just put one ear up. Then you get oh, I'm sorry. I was, in, I was inside. I was inside the... Con- Hey, can you hear me? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't wear those. I like to do the, you know, and then you put that in there. Yeah, yeah, those are those are good. They just like, for me, being on a range, it's like quicker just to put them up on my head, put them back down. Right. The ears, it's like you got to keep up with it, or you know, the little foamy. Sometimes I'll know. do both. That's a good idea. Like when I shoot my my Barrett, my fifty BMG. I do okay. Because it's so loud. Yeah, what's that like? Oh, it's insane. It's like when you fire it, it feels like for a second, like time doesn't exist. Oh, what? Yeah, it's pretty you cool. You break the sound wave for a second? I don't know. It's a weird thing that happens. Do you go into another dimension? I think so. A gun dimension? Uh, yeah. Just like that scene in The Matrix when there's all those guns everywhere, you know? Does it ripple? Like space in the visuals in front of you? Like, you know, sometimes it would ripple? Yeah. Like when you shoot it, does it go? Whoosh? Yep, it, it actually kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty insane. Like you fire. Uh, I remember shooting it with a buddy uh, one time, and you know had it on the ground. It's it's, it's a big gun. You like it's you, know, you want to have it on the ground on the bipod and everything. And we only fired it like ten or fifteen times, and we basically had dug a trench from where the muzzle, uh, the end of the muzzle was, and the muzzle break. Could have could have could have planted weed there, you know. You could have planted weed? Yeah. I mean, that would also be a great way if you're going to plant some weed. Just, you know, you can if you want, you can borrow my Barrett 
and uh, like yeah. fire you know, a few rounds. It'll, it'll, you know, it takes out the grass and the topsoil and this nice little V <laughs> pattern. You know, it's so perfect. you're saying if you wanted to and you had enough land, you could use your Barrett 50 cal as a gardening implement? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I shot one of the uh, 50 cal handguns. Is that the same ammunition? No, uh, I mean those are very powerful. But dude, but, it was a yeah, fucking the, hand cannon. Here's the, here's the thing. So, uh, so maybe some people listening don't understand how powerful a 50 BMG round is. So what is BMG? Sorry to interrupt you there. Uh, it stands for a Browning machine gun. Big okay. motherfucking gun. Yeah, literally. Uh, okay, 50. So, Cow browning right. machine is that because they're the only one that do a fifty? Well, they started it? it. It's because it yeah it came from the browning machine gun. Like you're seeing like in movies, the big M2 with the you know they got two handles and they're just like boom 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 boom. Yeah, that that's that's where that kind of that round came that from. That round came, and then they wanted to adapt it to by, something you could shoot. Right, it was developed by John Browning. Okay, so, so, so that, you say when you shoot one. Right. Sorry. So, so the, that round came from was during World War One with the introduction of tanks. They needed, you know, weapons that could penetrate the armor. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and the, sure. the the Germans already had something like that. They had this basically just rifle they had created. It was this giant rifle that fired a blown up version of their regular infantry cartridge, and they were shooting through the tanks. So the Americans were like, we need something. We like need that. something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So that's where that round came from. And they literally took a 30 odd six, which is a hunting round everyone should be familiar with. It was yeah. used in World War One, World War Two. Yeah, I got one. And, and they took it oh, and they yeah. just they just blew it up, basically, right? So a 30 odd six, uh, the bullets, so here's the thing, the bullets travel the same that's speed. That's why they always look just a lot. They do, yeah. You can't tell. The bullets yeah. travel the same speed, a 30 odd six and a 50 BMG. They're going the same speed. The difference is uh, 30 out 6 is 150 grains, and 50 BMG is 660 grains. So it's five times the mass going the same speed. So it's packs of, quite a, of lead. Right, of lead, yeah. Okay. A lot, that's a lot of punch. But the same amount of powder? No, no, much more powder. Much more powder. Yeah, much more powder. But the same but velocity. It, right, it takes, you know, of course, a lot more to get something heavier. Yeah, and can you shoot a 50 cal further than you could a 30 out 6? See that not necessarily, but by the time it got there, it would have more energy for sure. Then the thirty out, right? Yeah, because you still like the principles of gravity and everything. It's it's really weird. Like uh, this kind of blew my mind the first time somebody told me this. So like if you uh, fire a gun like level on level ground, right, and then you take the same bullet, just just the just the bullet, not the whole cartridge, and you drop it. At the same time that gun is fired, they will hit the ground at the same time. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Is that work if it's ejected? Well, you're talking about the case? Yeah. Going out? No, it's just the bullet. Like, the, the bullet that leaves the barrel. Okay. Like, it's going much further, but it's going right. to hit. Like, the effects so of gravity. you'd have to drop a full one. Right. I'm like, saying, like, not a shot one. Like, just the shell. I mean, just the, uh, just the bullet. Just the lead. Yeah, just the lead, right. So, if you had just the lead. You're talking the about the lead, same weight. Same weight. In one hand. And, or somebody did, right? And then somebody shot, and you drop at the same time, right? Because the gravity that is hasn't been the on uh, MythBusters. I don't think so. When did you do that? Can you we could. do that? I mean, we could try it. Okay, for an episode yeah. of Whiskey Weed Women as a part of some gun shit that we would do. Let's do it. Because you guys have like. A billion people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everyone just watches our videos once and then they're done. Yeah. You know? What? Um. <laughs> so y'all were just 
as far as your YouTube and being on social media, y'all were just making videos around the house, and you're like, let's put some of these up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as far as like how it started, I was yeah, I was just in. Uh, I grew up on a shooting range, like there where we shoot. I lived there my whole life growing up. Yeah, it's your then, place. Yeah, uh, and now, just to clarify, you, I've been there. So right. you got a, a long range, and you have uh, iron and plates yeah. and all kinds of stands and y'all put that in your videos a lot i was just yeah. watching your dad's shotgun slug fest the other oh, day. yeah that yeah. one's Those good fun. i yeah. like that slugs are fun because it's a whole ounce of lead you know yeah like 75 caliber ounce of lead that's a lot of fun i like a slug yeah i'll put a slug in my judge oh yeah right yeah that's powerful yeah okay maybe i don't know <laughs> What's the um, laws like here in Tennessee? Because I know what they were like in Louisiana, but I mean... Yeah, probably pretty similar. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know exactly the laws down there, but I, I know it's Louisiana, I think, is one of the free states for guns. And Tennessee is Tennessee is like about as good as, as you get. I think maybe like Arizona or some places are a little better. Like there are some places where you can carry without a permit, but for the most part, Tennessee is about as good as it gets right now. What's the freest... Gun state. Yeah, that's what I don't know. I want to say it's like, is it maybe uh, it could be Alabama or something like okay. that? Or, or, and also, that's I want to say it's Vermont. There's a state up there. Oh, shit. Vermont. You can get down yeah. and do whatever, huh? I think so. There's a, yeah. Yeah, I think it might be Vermont. There's a couple, like, like there's a town in Alabama where there's a, a law that technically states you have to have a gun. <laughs> what? Yeah. If or you live in, in that county or that city yeah. or whatever. Yeah, or it might be Georgia. I might be had that wrong, but um what makes it like cause you hear things like that, like everybody knows that like gun uh laws are tough in California or it's not a good gun right. state. Yeah. Um and then you hear people say, Man, you can do anything you want in Texas. Um and you hear all these things, but what what really makes it a gun-friendly state or not? Well, it's just like the level of, of bans, you know, like in you know California, you can't have a magazine over 10 rounds, and there's all these restrictions on semi-automatics and all that kind of thing. So that's kind of the big difference, like like these rifles like this, if you guys can see this. Oh, man, we brought some fucking toys. What yeah. is that? Now, this is a Daniel Defense Mark 18. It's a, just an AR-15 variant, basically. Okay. And it's, uh, it's technically a, a pistol. So it's this is technically a handgun for all. That's how it's registered with the gun peoples? Right, as a handgun. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I'm able to have this short ATF. barrel. Right, okay. exactly. Um, but, yeah, there are places you know, where you can't have stuff like like this 60-round drum magazine. Of course, it's all unloaded and everything. You, know, you can't have stuff like that in, in some places. That's fucking cool. I don't think I've ever seen a magazine like that. I mean, I've seen it... I'm, videos yeah. and stuff but that's cool can i hold that yeah, yeah, magazine? Check it out. what uh how many does this hold 60 60 is this how you load a man right yeah here? there's a little lever you pull that up and then you put the rounds in like the camera can see this but push this little lever right here yeah and then push a round in and it kind of ratchets back and then you push it again oh, okay keeps. it didn't flap open yeah, yeah. Okay, no. thought you were like, boop, boop, boop. The old ones are like that. The like, old ones open up? Yeah, like I've got a, a Thompson and the drum magazine for that. You have to, like, pull this little tab off and, and you pull the cover off and then set the rounds down in there a certain way. It's kind of Man, a pain. Man, that is cool. Okay, so that's a AR pistol. Right. 
with all kinds of what's the uh, stock on it? The, okay, so the the deal with these are, is um, this company called SB Tactical. They came up with this like like maybe the most revolutionary thing that's happened in the gun world in a very long time, and they created this thing that's called a brace. Right. So before, if you bought an AR pistol, it only had the buffer tube. So it's literally just a metal tube coming back here and you could try to put it on your shoulder, but it didn't really work right. Right. And then these guys came out with this thing to where it's for people who have uh, disabilities and they can strap it around their arm and it makes it easier for them to hold up the the pistol, basically. Right. Right. But you can also put it on your shoulder and it works like a stock. So. Ah, OK. So it's one of them. Uh... It's tricky. Loopholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What about the scope on that? It looks really cool. Yeah, this is a uh, Trigicon uh, MRO. It's just like a little simple kind of red dot. You know, and these so things you just are... put the dot on the spot. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're pretty good. It's hard for, at least especially for me, to get like a lot of precision because the dot's kind of big. But you okay, know, it's great for like this is this is actually a really good inside the house defense gun yeah it's not too long to maneuver around, yeah pretty huh? short yeah and then what about the heat shield that you got on it oh yeah this uh the rail yeah it's just got the the full rail so you can attach basically anything you want on there like what would you want to put on it um you know i, I would put like a light or something like that yeah there, in know? case you want to go mining yeah exactly or i mean guns would be great for for my, I don't know why they don't use guns for mining. You can just chip all all that rock, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, right. Frog hunting. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike. Um, you know, I'd, I'd rather not comment on okay. what that gun would be good for. And then, um, while we're talking about all the fun that's on the table, what's that other gun? That revolver down oh, yeah. there. So this is a this is a Colt single action. Uh, that was made in 1907. Nice. So, and it's an original, you know, first generation. For those who know what that means, uh, Colt. It's uh, yeah. These are. You want to check it out? Yeah, man. Yeah, Hell yeah. Great. Now, one thing I will tell you, if you if you're not experienced with these guns, so like, okay. the the uh, they're very well made, and the, the actions, you know, are, are really are really sound. But there's a certain way that you have to to work the action, or it can be bad for it. So basically, this is how this is how they work. So there's four clicks. Two clicks basically allows the cylinder to turn, right? And then you open up this loading gate, and then you can look inside and make sure it's unloaded, right? That's right. how it works. And then all the way back is where you would fire it, but uh, you have to make sure that with, with this action, you, either, you go all the way back and then all the way back down. So, like, one thing that people will try to do is they'll have it at half cock, and then they'll try to put it down from there, and that's kind of bad for it. I so, got you. So cock it if you want to, but just make sure that you put it all the way down. You know what? That is really true with life. Don't put me half cock and then put me back down. Dude, holy shit. Right? That's so true. I mean, I could put it on a pillow and give it to you for your birthday. That's kind of genius. <laughs> Don't put me on half cock and put me back down, Mike. That's a country song. Right should there. that be a song? You think? I mean, if there was ever a better time to improv a country song, I, I... Don't put me on half cock. <laughs> put me on full cock. Oh, I am pulling that audio clip and put me back down. <laughs> That's pretty great. 
Yeah, because that makes me think of like when I first started getting the stank. Mm. I mean, before I really got it on the dank and just on the boop boop. Yeah. Yeah. Makes um, sense. She would get it all cranked up and then put me back down. Yeah, that's Half worse. Cops. That's worse than I nothing. Couldn't, I could never unload it. You'd rather have nothing than that. Nowhere to do with it. Yeah. And I was a youngin. She was older, though, so she knew what she was doing. She was uh, like uh, yeah. toying with a youngin. Yeah. I was uh, four. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. You don't really learn about this thing until you're at least seven. Man, I like the feel of this. This is a 1907. Right. Um, 45? Yeah, 45, long colt. So would this have been like a cowboy gun? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And this would this have been one that they would have been like, bow, 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 like that? Uh, only in the movies, actually. They never did that in a real gunfight? Nah, nah, so nah. they would have cocked with their thumbs? Right, exactly. Because the, the thing with that is, well, one, it's bad for the guns to do that. And then second, like the the guns that they do that with in the movies, the action has been lightened up a lot. So you see, if you cock it all the way back, it takes you know some force to to pull yeah. it back. And so that's so where you load at that one. To do that would be really hard. Yeah, exactly. And also another thing is you'll see in movies that's also bad to do with these guns is they'll spin the cylinder. It's also kind of hard on them to do that real fast, like whoosh. right. Yeah, that's that's hard on them. Yeah. Well, why? Um, I forget exactly what the <laughs> what the mechanics is on that, but it, it's it wears it wears out, out bearing that's in there or yeah, something. Much some faster. sort of ball bearing, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Okay, so then you just go ahead and shut that, close it, and then you pull the hammer all the way back. Does it have to be in a certain position? No, it doesn't. Okay. Oh yeah, man, that's pretty. That's got some tension on it. Yeah. And that okay. one's got the original hammer spring in it. So. And then I can go ahead and put it all the way down now. Right, right. Now or, that we went full fucking cock. Right, right, and if you want to, you can just go ahead and snap the trigger. That, you can dry hammer it. Yeah, that's one of those things that, like, if you did it a lot, it would be bad. But every now yeah. and then, it's fine. Okay. It's not good so, to shoot the just camera, Just for you, though. you can do it. That's what I heard. You're not supposed to shoot at the camera. That's true. Yeah, the internet doesn't like that. Yeah. The internet don't <laughs> like it. What if you shoot at a whiskey bottle? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. that felt nice. That yeah. is good. So that that leads me to ask you this. That's a great way to wrap this hang up. Um, if you were in the Wild West, would that be your go-to gun? Uh, for a handgun, yeah. Yeah, if you're in a gunfight, old school, meet me in the street, walk yeah. backwards, ten paces, face me, that kind of shit. Yeah, that's the one. That's that's why you know they're the most iconic. It was like the most popular. They're just the most sound. They feel the best, you know. Yeah, 1907. So by the time the 20s. Well, they started. So the these first came out in 1873. Oh, shit. Yeah, and they made them all the way up until right before uh, World War II. And then they stopped production, you know, because they had to build stuff for killing Nazis. And then Yeah, like, you need some more power. Exactly. And then uh, they started production again in the 70s because they got popular again because of all the movies and stuff. And then they've been made from the 70s on up. And there's a couple of different generations. They've made like little changes to them. But you go buy a brand new one if you can find one. And it's basically like just like that. That's a legit from 1907. Right. That one, This one was manufactured in 1907. Yes. So that would make it a collector's item. And it's probably worth a lot of money. Quite a bit, yeah. 
Okay. Has it been restored or is no, that? No, no, it's all original. It's yeah. all original. Yeah, guns, if you try to restore them or anything, it, it really, really kills the value. So you wouldn't want to do that unless it was just like so bad that it like wouldn't matter. Right. So. Did you have fun hanging out in my yeah, shop? Yeah, this was great. Yeah, thanks hey, for having me. What about the grenade on the table? We're Mike, not going to talk about that. The grenade. <laughs> just saying, there's a grenade in the middle of the table. There's Nobody's not a grenade in the middle of the table. Uh, that was a secret. Nobody's supposed okay. to know about that. Yeah, let's see what the grenade All is right. before we go. So I bought this at a gun show called Knob Creek, Knob Creek, Kentucky. It's a big machine gun shoot they have twice a year. And so now a lot of the the dummy grenades that you buy, they're just like not painted and you know they don't look that cool. This one. I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure what this is is it's an actual World War II training grenade that someone put a uh, a decommissioned uh, whatever this top part is called the pin the and stem the stem or the clasp whatever. and all that yeah shit. and then they painted it up because you can kind of see underneath okay, there yeah they just made be, it like a decorator piece right like it used to be blue and all and the old training grenades were blue so you oh, can okay. kind of see but it but it, what's cool about it is like. You know, like I said, you can get those novelty ones all day, but yeah. ones that actually look like the real thing are hard to come by. And, so. like, was used in some sort of military uh, training or something like that. Yeah, because I think it's pretty old. I mean, it may not be World War II. It might be from 1959 or it's something. It's heavy as but, fuck. I can tell you that because... And it's empty, and it's still that heavy. Yeah, and I'm thinking, man, if you got hit in the head with this in a training exercise, one of your buddies is acting like a dickhead and just throwing shit around. Yeah. That would knock you the fuck out. Oh, how about this? Let's dispel a myth real quick. So, now don't actually pull the pin out because it's a pain in the ass to get it back in. Okay. But you, I know you've seen the movies where people pull the pin out with their teeth, right? Yeah. Tug on that pin and tell me if you think that you could pull it out with your teeth. I'm going to try to pull it out with my teeth. No, don't do that. That'll probably break your teeth. But I'm just okay. saying, feel how hard that is. I'm going to pull it out with my dick. <laughs> okay. Is it going to come out? No, you yeah, got don't. it bent. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. But that's what I'm saying. Like in the movies, they pull it out with their teeth, and it's actually. Oh, I mean, you, that's you gotta, how they are in real life. They yeah. got that bent. Thing Otherwise, the pen will just fall out, and that's not what you want. Oh, I thought you had to take like a, like a, um, you know, like on a trailer. Mm-hmm. I thought it had like a, cotter pin like in a it. Thing. Uh-uh. And you just and then pull no, it out. No, they just that that bend there. They just you pull it hard enough to kind of defeat that. Right, straightens yeah. it out, right. pulls it through. But so the idea that you could just bent. grab it with your teeth and pull it out is insane. Would it go back if I do pull it? I mean, if go ahead, pull it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be dead by now if you had to use something. <laughs> Wait, don't shoot. Hang on. <laughs> Sir, I'm trying to get the pin out of my grenade. Do not kill me first. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, it's hard, right? They were Man. tough back then. They were strong. Oh, fuck it. Where can people see you do comedy at? Uh, so uh, the best way, I don't have a website yet. The best way to, to know about shows I got coming up yeah. um, is on my Instagram. Okay. Which is John, J-O-H-N underscore Hickok 45, H-I-C-K-O-K. 
four or five. And I've got, I've actually got a, a club, I've got my first club gig post Corona booked in October. I, on the second and third, I'll be at Laughs in uh, Tucson, Arizona. Okay. I'm hosting the weekend, so. That's a great club. Oh, it's great. I love That's it. awesome. Yeah, Mike goes to that club too. Awesome. Yeah, I also have seven albums on uh, Pandora. Pandora. Oh, in case oh, yeah. we forget seven to bring albums, that up. Spin them up. Mike nice. gets, Mike gets uh, a penny for every million spins. Hell yeah. I've been looking for some new jokes anyway, so, you know. Yeah, works. go listen to seven <laughs> albums, and nobody else I'll, is listening to them, so you can do all those jokes. I'll just pick my favorites, you know. and Yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> make sure you check out the channel, the YouTube right, channel. Right, 45. Where yeah. it's guns all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Every kind of different gun, different shoots. What's yeah. the... uh? Got some cool stuff coming up, too. What's the craziest thing y'all have ever blown up or shot at or whatever? Shot at... Because there's so many different uh, videos. I shot a, uh, an M60 at a piece of bulletproof glass one time. That was oh, pretty fun. Oh, man, that's neat. Yeah, that was So cool. you had to find the bulletproof glass. Yeah. Someone gave it to us. It came out of a gas station, something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Didn't stop it at all. Did... <laughs> No, I was going to say, did you guys reenact like a robbery and then <laughs> did somebody have to be behind it? No, no. If we'd done that, it would have probably gone. Somebody's going to be yeah. dead. We put watermelons behind it and just, like every round went right through it. No so, problem. no. Yeah, more of a pistol uh, strength bulletproof glass, I'm guessing. Okay, yeah. So that 7-Eleven, you could have fucked up. With an M60? Yeah, for sure. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> John yeah, Hickok. Hickok45 on YouTube. Yeah. Check him out. Uh, if you're just listening to this show, watch it on YouTube. And uh, we'll see you next time. Jessup Show. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. Shit to do. Oh, yeah. And that's Jessup Show. Please share with your friends. Get the word out. Let them know how much fun we're having each week right here in the shop brand new shows every tuesday morning y'all you can watch this show on youtube go search out jessup show and you can find clips full episodes every week jessup show come on back makes me think of titties taper taper titties I was in a band in high school called Tapered Titty 